welcome back another day, another vlog. Hope you're all well, hope you've all had a good weekend wherever you are or whatever you're doing. Yeah, wasn't too bad a weekend. I've got the new video went up. Uh, hope you got a chance to watch it. If you haven't watched it or you didn't know that it was out, you may not have hit that bell down below. Smash that bell next to the subscribe. It's like a little three level tier. If you hit that, it'll tell you every time a video drops. Um, it was Fremantle. I did a bit of a ride around Fremantle. I'm not much of, I've done a couple of city ones. Uh, I did Perth City. Um, my ambitions were to get some, it was supposed to rain and be a rainy wet day, which was sort of my favorite sort of days. Um, but yeah, just it was only light rain and not a real lot like I hoped. Uh, so I was looking for sort of like reflections of buildings in the in the water and all that sort of fun stuff. It turned out just to be a really windy. <laughs> it was a nice cool day, windy, overcast. So I had some good clouds in the area, and I got a bit of, to do a, a fair bit of a hike around Frio and and see a lot of stuff I hadn't seen before. So it was good. The video worked out pretty good. I, I think I got some nice photos, some some really good ones, and some. Some not too bad ones and some good ones there just to sort of give you a feel of the area. So that was probably everything I hoped from the video. And uh, yeah, I think it came up pretty good. So if you haven't seen that, shoot over and uh, catch up with that. That'll be pretty cool. That'll be in the links at the end, the photo journeys. You'll be able to go to there and it should be the latest one out. So hope you enjoyed that if you have watched it. Uh, if you haven't, if you're over on the podcast and you haven't gone and seen that video, Pop on by and come and see us. I'll be putting the photos up on Instagram this week if uh, from all that shoot. Um, there's 20, but there's a, I'll probably leave a couple out depending on what I've got. Next shoot, uh, next video I'm in the process of doing. It's only going to be a quick one. It was a bit of an astro. It's an astro one again. Get another astro, funnily enough. Uh, I, I don't have many options here at work. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I do try very hard to get to something different, but... Um, it actually, we went out looking for a Milky Way uh, pano and we ended up getting some really nice nightscape stuff. So um, we had some, we played with the, my Loom Cube, I had the Loom Cube out playing around with that. And the photos, they're not really a Milky Way shot, it's more of a nightscape and some uh, really good shots of the area that we're around. So it actually worked out good. It's, it won't be a big one, but uh, it, some night, I've got a couple of good shots in there. I think it'll come up. Pretty good. So looking forward to get that all finished by this weekend for you. Now, down below, you might have seen some Zendua links. Um, I've got a Zendua travel plug here that I used, a travel one I've had. Uh, for I've used them for a few years since their first model came out. I got that model and then when they first started out, and it worked really well. It's great for travel. You can just slide the buttons in and out and pick up the different areas. Uh, for each country you go into, so one of those really good ones, and <clears throat> it's got four USB ports on it, so or USB A. I've got to remember the A now because we've got all these different types. Um, so it's super super handy, and I, four ports at once is just amazing. So it makes a big difference when you're trying to charge all the lights and microphones and stuff like that for a creator. So very good stuff, and now they've expanded and they've got bigger and better. Uh, they're doing a lot of new things. They've got some really good uh, value for money and good quality battery uh, pa uh, power banks and stuff like that. They've got adapters, they've got cords, all the good gear. Uh, there's some links down below that should help you out and they'll also help the channel out. Uh, we'll give you a discount, I think, uh, as well. So definitely worth checking it out. Now, they do have something coming up. Uh, it's Kickstarter at the moment and that's some 
wireless headphones. Uh, they're called Zen Pods. They're at the moment, I think it's uh, $65 American, so just under 100 bucks, about 92 bucks Australian, I think it cost me to get a set. Uh, I've sent a couple of reviews, and the reviews are really good. They're noise cancelling, uh, all the stuff that AirPods are, but obviously probably less than, probably about a quarter of the price of AirPods. So I've seen some reviews, and they're saying they like do a really good job. I'm going to have them to test them as soon as I get my set in, and I'll let you know about them. So definitely... Uh, Check them out. Now they've got a 1.3 mil driver. They're 5.0 Bluetooth, which is good because we're still getting a lot of stuff that's not up to speed with the Bluetooth. So they should be good. Low latency for gaming. Um, they've got transparency mode. So pretty much everything you could imagine or everything that you get in an AirPod, but at a hell of a lot cheaper price. Comes in a really nice blue as well. Um, and I think they hit, they hit their stretch goal, so there's free shipping. So pretty cool in that regard as well. So super, super cheap. If you do live in the States, 65 bucks for fully wireless headphones. Um, the quality that I've had from their gears has, so far has been really good. So that's why I didn't mind giving them a test. I thought, well, you know, everything they've, they've made so far has been awesome. It's definitely worth having a crack, and that's why I put them down below. I won't put anything down below that I don't know is good quality. Um, I generally try to put stuff I know about and I've used. Um, the last thing I do is put you on a wild goose chase to get something that's crap. But uh, if you're looking for a set of headphones or a nice gift for Christmas, uh, and that's the other thing is you should be, we should be getting them on time. They should be coming. I think they're shipping December. Um, <clears throat> so and they have pretty much delivered on everything so far. They're not a one-off company where like they're like I guess if you look at Peak Design you know you're going to get it if you put your money in the Kickstarter where a lot of the things you don't know if it's ever going to turn up. So I think there's another one where I know I put the money on, I'm definitely going to get the product. So in that regards, it's really good. So it might be good for a Chrissy present for someone. Uh, check them out. I'm not sure if they'll get here before Christmas, but if not, uh, definitely worth a look if you're looking for some headphones. Check out the links below. Um, now the Canon, we talked about the new 50mm last I think Friday it was. We did talk about that. We also got that 70 to 200. The photos of that have come out. There's some. I've got a. I'll have a comparison shot up on the thumbnail. You would have seen that. Now that'll that'll be from the 2.8 70 to 200. That new one that's super tiny. Well, this is even smaller. Now this is an f4. Um, but look, they reckon this week. Canon rumors reckons probably this week they'll Canon will announce it. I did check today on the USA site to see if there's any mention about the lenses. Nothing as yet, so it's still under guard, but I'm pretty sure Canaroom is probably not far off the mark. I'd say this week we'll hear about them with the costs, and that's probably pretty much all we're waiting for is the cost. We know about the specs and what they can do, and it is mega, mega tiny. So if you've just got into the RF range or you're an RP or an R model, the cheaper versions, uh, this 7200 looks like it could be a great little option. Uh, F4, hopefully it's only going to be around the seven eight hundred dollar mark, not the two thousand fifteen eighteen two thousand dollar mark for those L series two point eights that you get. So, yeah, awesome travel lens too, um, and we're seeing a lot of that with the new Canon mirrorless range or the RF mount that the lenses are just shrinking. And look, that's. Probably something they I don't think they sell sell as much as about portability and and getting good lenses that you can take with you that are quality 
in a small space that you can still fit in your back bracket if you are shooting. So definitely one to check out. Um, and hopefully you won't have to sell this kidney if you haven't already sold this one. <laughs> you might have one left and, and get the lens. <laughs> now, DJI Mavic Mini was leaked last week. A customer in, a guy in America, uh, he was on the Ken Heron drone show. So that was pretty cool. Uh, really nice guy, uh, went into a Best Buy, seen it on display. I don't know why Best Buy had it on display uh, when it hasn't even been released. There's nothing on DJI's thing even telling us it's coming. It's due on the 4th of November or 4th of November to be released, but we haven't heard anything from DJI either on YouTube or any other avenue where they normally release. But for some reason, Best Buy had it on display. So... It, they're probably going to get in a heap of crap over this from DJI. Uh, he went in, seen it there, asked if he could buy it. The assistant got it off. Yep, no worries. We'll sell it to you. It's here. You can sell it. Uh, scanned it. It scanned through. Something in their system didn't block it from being able to sold. He walked out of the shop with the brand new DJI Mavic Mini 2, first one in the world. So good on him. He uh, did went smart man. He knew he had what he had. Shot home. Did an unboxing, got, I think he's up to 110,000 views. Uh, was really, really awesome. Good on him. Like, that's just the luck luck of the draw. And uh, I guess for all us little little uh, YouTubers, that's like a dream sort of find, a dream sort of a, yeah, that's, that's the sort of thing that can help you actually get up into like decent sort of territory for subscribers. So very, very cool. Uh, so basically we know everything about it. Now, the, the, big, the biggest thing of it is the controller is from the Mavic. So you don't have the little... Um, maybe, oh, I've got it here. Sorry, I should have got that out before I started. You don't have the little Mavic Mini controller anymore. They've basically gone up to... So you no longer have that little Mavic Mini. You've got the full Mavic, so double the size, which unfortunately, that's the only problem I see with it. As you know, I can... I can fit everything in here in my, in my little SciTech box, but because you're gonna have the full size Mavic, you're not gonna be able to fit the controller in. So that's the only downside of it, but it is the big full controller. Now range goes up to 10 kilometers. Um, 10 kilometers now, I think it's only like two, but we're not getting anywhere near that on the old one. I think uh, Boston work, he's got the same as me, a little mini. And the best he's been able to do is like 1.5Ks max, and that's even with that's with extenders on. It just doesn't go, and he just starts losing transmission and going bananas on him. So, and his is a brand new model, so that's not so 10K is going to be massive. Um, it has a light on the front, uh, OcuSync, and other than that, not much else. Now he only paid he paid 600 US dollars for it. So I'm assuming it's going to be that same price and just the old model, this, the old little model here. That one's going to basically either be rendered obsolete and they'll start going down in price online. So if you've got one, I suggest you get it up. If you're going to get rid of it and get a new one, I just suggest you've got two days to sell it, basically. So good luck. <laughs> but not, there's nothing wrong with those anyway. Now, the only other thing with it, it is 4K, where that one's 1080. Uh, the new one is 4K, and uh, yeah, and there's not a real lot much else to it. That doesn't look like anything else exciting with it. Uh, exactly the same form function as this, 
um, and that that new light is up here. So I don't know if you can see that. This is the old one. Hang on, I'll just focus in on the Mavic. So the new light goes here. That's our only physical difference with the new one. So, yep. So good on him, he did really well. Uh, you can, if you Google on YouTube, Mavic Mini 2, you'll be able to go and see his unboxing video and check all that out. Give him a hit, hook him up. He's, he's hit the jackpot, he deserves everything. So good on him. November the 4th, so what's today? Two, two more days, so it'll be fifth for us here in Australia, but yeah, it'll be the fourth in the state. So three days to go and we'll have that. Um, sad note, uh, on the weekend, we lost a legend of the game. Uh, Sean Connery, 007. Uh, I think <clears throat> Pierce Brosnan was probably mine, probably because I grew up in the 70s and 80s. Pierce Brosnan's probably my favourite Bond, but Sean Connery, awesome. If, if, if he's, he'd have to be overall probably the most famous and most loved James Bond. Um, just his, just with that accent, and he just had so much style and just charisma. Just an amazing actor. So many awesome films. Hunt for October. Everything he did, I don't think there were, he had a really bad movie that I know of. So, look, uh, terrible loss. 90 years old. He had a good good run. Nearly got to the 100. Uh, didn't get his century, but, um, look, he... Just an amazing guy. Going to be a terrible loss for us all. Uh, yeah, very, very cool dude. And, yeah, very sad. Unfortunately, we can't all live forever. Um, we're all going to die at some stage. But, uh, look, I think he'd be very happy with his life's work to uh, achieve everything he got to achieve. Um, yeah, that's the best, I guess, we can hope is to... to uh, to do as much as we want it, we can try to do and try and leave something behind that I think is good and makes people happy. And he definitely did that. So big thank you from me to him. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Connery, Mr. Bond. Right. And, oh, yes, breakthrough filters. If you haven't heard of them, they make some really the top quality ND filters. You, you, they're probably at the same level, cost probably about the same range as your Polar Pros. And your case filters, you're probably your top three uh, ND filters, circular polarizer, stuff like that. Uh, breakthrough filters are probably the upper echelon of those. Again, they do, we've talked about them before, they make the ND filter drop in style and the adapter uh, for those super wide angle lenses for your full frame cameras. So, brilliant company. Now, they're in the process, everyone else has gone magnetic. Uh, these guys are about to go. You can sign up so you can get notified. They've gone a little bit different. So a lot of the magnetic ones, uh, basically, you put the adapter straight on the front of the lens. Um, show and tell today. <laughs> so you got your filter, and these just basically go on flat. So what they've done is their adapter that screws on has, I guess, sort of like a recess. So when they're magnet sits in or the, or your filter that has this magnetic comes in it's basically got a shroud around it i guess so it drops into like a cup like a bearing in a cup so just say that's your female bearing your race and then your cone of your cone of your bearing comes in so it sits in there and it sits in a flush so there's no chance of they're saying zero light leakage uh, if you've just got a normal basically a normal nd filter that sits on it it's flat 
if it's not sitting exactly square, there's a chance for light to come through any sort of small hole. If you're on a 30 second or a five minute, uh, I guess five minute exposure, any sort of light through anywhere in there is it could be enough to destroy a shot. So uh, they're obviously pretty switched on guys. Uh, they're going to be out soon. They're not far off, they're saying, on their website, but you can sign up to get notified when they come out. So just be aware of that. I thought that was pretty cool. And a different way of looking at the magnetic ones. Obviously, no one else has sort of mentioned that light leakage. Um, maybe something that, that when they first looked at them, they went, oh, hang on, let's not rush it out. Let's make sure we get the best possible version for it. So very cool. And then last but not least, and not a good one for miners here in Western Australia. Heard this late this afternoon the rumor, through the rumour mill, the grapevine. And if it happens in mining, it filters like that, like wildfire. Um, Rio Tinto, one of the world's biggest miners. We talked last week about Western Australia open up its borders. Uh, 14th of November, uh, people can travel and go and see their family and friends or if they live in the East Coast, have been stuck here for six to seven months without going home to see their family, uh, can finally go home and see their family um, without, ha and then come back and forth without having to isolate for 14 days. So that's been the current case, and that's happening on the 14th. Well, Rio said, well, we don't care. Uh, you're going to, if you go home, you're going to have to isolate, and yeah. So it's not going to be some happy people at Rio. Uh, from a person that's stuck in a mine site, as I said, yeah, I really feel for the people that have been here for seven months. I've been lucky. I get to go back to Perth and see my family. Um, there's a lot of guys I work with that haven't seen their wives or their kids or their friends for seven months. That's, that's just insane um, just to keep the company running. <laughs> and now this company worth hundreds of billions of dollars is said, too bad, too sad, we don't care. If you go home, you're going to have to pay for yourself to be quarantined for 14 days, we don't care. So, yeah, pretty, look, I had to say it, pretty piss-poor effort by a multi-billion dollar company. Um, yeah, I'm glad I don't work for them. Not that I ever would, but I'm glad I don't. That's uh, pretty average. Uh, yeah, pretty un-Australian too. So, what you see, greed is the king, apparently. It's all about money. Not about people, apparently, so not good. Anyway, sorry to finish on such a bad note, or, but yeah, I have to say that's uh, it's not good for those poor people that work at Rio because now well, you couldn't afford to stay in Perth. It cost you probably fifteen hundred, two grand a week just to buy a hotel and food and all the other stuff, uh, and stuck in a room. You, uh, yeah, that's not fair. So that's um, yeah, I think something needs to be done there. Hopefully. The WA Premier can and step in and say, look, that's unlawful. You can't do that. You can't force people to be stuck here or do that. So hopefully they change their mind and, and pull their heads in. Um, but, yeah, doesn't look likely. Anyways, that's about it. Monday's show done and dusted. Tomorrow night's shift change. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all then. Thanks for stopping by. Right now, wherever you're coming, going, I'll catch you tomorrow. Tuesday. Peace.